episode two of the Orlando Solar Bears podcast here at the New Six Studios. I'm joined today by defenseman Matthew Spencer and forward Taylor Thompson. Guys, good to have you along here. Thanks for having us on today, Jesse. It's a pleasure. Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of hockey to kick things off. Uh, Solar Bears seem to be rolling right now. Uh, two big wins at home last week. Solar Bears now have won their last five at the Amway Center. Uh, last Friday, Jacksonville rolls into town. You guys double them up 6-3. to three. Corey Kalk with a hat trick in that performance. And then uh, it looks like you guys saved the best for last Sunday afternoon. Man, that was something else. An 8-2 win over Manchester. Uh, I mean, guys, your perspective on the ice uh, for, for those two games. Well, in regards to Kalki, I'm his roommate. I'm the main chef at the house. You know, I probably take most of the credit for that. So what did you prepare for him the night before that led him to go just absolutely gangbusters on Friday? I think we had steak, to be honest. We treated treated ourselves. The boys were eating good. Um, and then, too, I think uh, Drake was not happy with our performance at home before uh, this last little stretch. And then uh, we've had some long, hard practices. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely long. Mm-hmm. But no, they've been they've been good, honestly. And uh, I think the more amazing thing about Kalki was it was just in one period. It was in the second period alone. So you know you don't see that very often anywhere. So was it a natural? Was it a natural hat trick? I'm not sure. I want to say that there was another goal scored at some point uh, by one of the Jacksonville players that okay. kind of interrupted it. Yeah. But for yeah, I mean. That, that ended up actually, I looked into it after the game, that tied a club record. There was only done once ever before in team history uh, by ECHL MVP Mickey Lang back during the 2014 season. Mm-hmm. So pretty uh, pretty exclusive company for Kalki to, to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. I uh, I think I assisted on his first goal, so I, I'd like to say I got things started for him. Nice. So, that way. Yeah. Always the Definitely. consummate teammate there. Definitely, yeah. But no, I mean, and then we had the next game on uh, on Sunday afternoon, and uh, you know, you can kind of tell that Manch was a little tired, um, you know, playing three and three. So that's not easy for anyone. But I think we were just a little more fresh. And, uh, yeah, we came out hard. Yeah, love to see that, actually. Yeah. Team plays three and three or four and five nights like they did. And, like, we're pretty fresh. Yeah. Like, we love love those games. But that's that's one of the things we talk about before games. You know, we got to jump on teams like that because, you know, they're important points in the standings. And you get a chance like that try to walk all over a team. Well, now as a result of, of those two big wins on home ice last week, Orlando now sitting in second place, at least for the time being. It looks like there's a lot of jockeying among positioning in the South Division. It's very tight right now. Uh, just two points separate Orlando from second and fourth place. Now currently that's, uh, I believe, Jacksonville, or I believe actually, no, that's South Carolina. South Carolina's in fourth, Jacksonville in third, Orlando in second. So really tight divisional race uh, heading down the stretch. Atlanta's starting to creep in a little bit. Uh, they started the year a little cold, and they've really picked it up over the last several weeks. I think yeah. they went on like a 12-game point streak or something like that. Uh, what, what's that? I talked a little bit uh, with Corbin Bowes and Alexander Kukali last week just about the parity in the South Division. I mean, you guys, again, can probably speak to it way better than I can. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I was up with uh, Adirondack a little bit last year um, up in that division up north. And now coming down here, not to say that that division is, is lacking by any means, but uh, this seems to be a much more close race where every team is, is uh, they're struggling to, to get points. And, you know, they're coming in every game wanting to, uh, to make the difference. So it's a bit of a diff- different atmosphere when you're down here. Yeah, it's also, it's, it's a... It's like getting to the time of the year where it's a lot more fun. Like points are really starting to matter. Like not saying they don't matter early in the season, but like coming down the stretch here, like, you know, getting into March and you know, April, like everyone's 
really trying to get you know home ice advantage in the playoffs and like each division game we I think we only have like a like handful of games that are out yeah. of division right Jess yeah I think at this point the only out of division games are Newfoundland we go on the road to Newfoundland in, in early March and then we have Idaho at home mid-March so yeah. other than that it's all South Division games from here on out yeah, yeah. so then those those points are huge like, yeah. right, like right now we're really like, like you said it's a log jam so if you can you can like we beat up on Jacksonville there like that's that's going to be huge going forward you know it's going to be in their back of the minds like we just you know we beat them four in a row now I think so mm-hmm. And those are those are the type of things where come playoff time, you know, a team kind of has that in the back of your uh, back of their minds. It's it does play a role in playoff time. You know, they're thinking, well, I don't know if we can beat this team. They they kick their butt during the season, but you know, we're, I think we still play them a couple times. Um, I assume, anyways. Jacksonville at home, we have a few games. I think we finished out our stretch on the road at Veterans Memorial Arena. So right, but I mean, those three games that we played them, they were all pretty close games. So it, it was good that we got the points, but uh, you know, everything helps. There's something um, I actually wanted to touch on. Um, it's been a rumor circling around the Solar Bear locker room for a while now. Um, Jesse, it's been said that you've been showering with your bathing suit on. No judgments here, but is that Let true? Let me clarify or? that. Okay. Whoever started that rumor, and I'm assuming the guilty party here is Colby McCauley, who's up with San Jose Barracuda yeah. right now. So I'm going to say and dispel that rumor right now. I do not shower with my bathing suit on. Let's get that out, and well, let's get that cleared okay, right now. That's good, because you know I, I didn't think it was true, but you know it kept coming up by a lot of reliable sources. So like. Colby McCauley, I guess we can name names since he's... No, I'm going to throw him under the, I'm gonna throw him under the bus. Himself. I'm pretty sure that's where that rumor originated from, and I don't know why or where that came out of his head. Oh, that's great. I don't know if I've ever actually known a never nude before. I had a little Arrested Development drop there. I don't know if you guys watched that oh, show. Yeah, that's but, a classic. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't think I've never uh, met anyone. I'm not saying you are, but uh, uh, that's interesting. That's good to clear that rumor up. That's good. If the nickname Tobias starts, I'm, I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you right now. <laughs> Sounds good. good. That wouldn't be the worst nickname ever. Honestly. It doesn't even fit. Like you yeah. have to explain it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's longer. Tobias too. Is that three Tobias. Yeah, three syllables. Yeah. It's kind of sad that I had to sound that Tobias. out. Yeah. There you go. Get the claps <laughs> in there. Back All right. to grade three. Yeah. So, obviously, Orlando uh, seems to be rolling. We talked a little bit about jumping up into second. Last year, we had a a pretty deep run. Taylor, you were around for that as Orlando was able to get past the first round for the first time in in franchise history. Matthew, last year, you were at the Adirondack Thunder up north, as you said earlier. You guys had had a pretty decent run as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, As we get down the stretch, the final two and a half months of the regular (laughs) season, it it seems that it's a very compacted schedule. How do you guys stay fresh? What is your your daily routine like in in staying prepared and staying loose for, for these big games coming up? Well, I think it's just really important to take care of yourself. And it sounds simple enough, but, um, you know, I think for a lot of us, that's that's kind of doing nothing most of the time. Uh, you know, obviously eating healthy is important, but, you know, we can't be going out and, and playing golf every day or something like that. Not that we do, but, or, um, you know, doing anything else. I haven't done a whole lot of extra activities around here. seems as though I don't have a, a vehicle with me right now, but... Um, I mean, I think it's just laying low for the most part and trying to make sure that you come rest and prepared for the next day. Well, when you do get out, I mean, what do you guys enjoy most uh, about playing in Central Florida? I think uh, if you're going to be in the ECHL, uh, probably no better place to, to be, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah golfing is big. Uh, a lot of the guys like to golf or 
whatever i go to the beach or a pool I, I went to the beach yesterday on the day off you know like spend said just good to do other things like get away from hockey but hockey it's it is like some guys that's your escape you know you get to go and you forget about other things in your life or whatever but it's also good too to take time away from the game and do other things and you know just uh you know or else you can get burnt out right like and like that's a long season 72 yeah. games like we well i i don't know like it most guys do get it. You get like you know during the dog days of the season, you get yeah. a little tired, and you know you need something just to kind of spruce you up. You know, get a break. And I think that's the thing too. Like you know, like I was saying before, you know, we still have time to do those things, and that's the great thing about being in Orlando is there's a lot of these uh, extra activities that we're able to do pretty much year round, but just not doing it every day. I think is is the big thing. Just so always moderation. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Well, for, I know, Taylor, you're talking about preparation, off-ice conditioning, things like that. I want to touch on, and it's perfect because you brought it here, <laughs> the one thing that I feel that you have made a lasting contribution within the locker room dating back to last season when you came on board. Everywhere you go, you are to be seen with a gallon of drinking water. What's up with that? you got to stay hydrated. And, you know, I usually try and keep a, a, one of my jugs for about a week week or two and then uh you know i'll wash it once or twice and i'll get a new one but you know it's uh trying to stay green as well yeah, you know yeah, a lot good. of uh bottles you go through the day so i just have a jug with me everywhere we stay hydrated and it's really taken off this year you know everyone's a, following your everyone's lead I, I don't get everyone's it everyone's on the jug crew everyone's like doing it big yeah, yeah. I'd say the one time, I think that my first memory of you with that jug was uh, Thanksgiving. We went to, I think it was the Marriott. There it is. Yeah, we went to the Marriott um, for Thanksgiving. The team had had, uh, been able to put together a nice meal for us, and we were going inside to a restaurant to eat. Obviously, they're going to have water there, and Tomer <laughs> uh, shows up with his, his full water jug. Yeah, like, honestly, that was, that was a bad habit. Like, yeah, it's just a habit, and Drake Drake let me know, too. He's like, oh, you bring your water, Tomer? Like, you're not going to serve your water? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Marriott's a nice establishment. Oh, I think yeah, they got yeah. some good water. That was a good meal, too, that Thanksgiving meal. It's fantastic. Oh. I think that was the best cupcake I've ever had. They yeah, had yeah, these red velvet too. ones. Yeah. Oof. Not bad. So we're at home for for a pretty big stretch, but we do have a few small road trips kind of as we get towards the end of the regular season. Big trip up to St. John's, Newfoundland in March. What are you guys looking forward to most out of that trip? Um, Well, I mean, I'm Canadian and Tomers as well, so I'm sure it'll be back. Uh, It'll be good to to get back over the border. But um, from what I've heard, Newfoundland's a a great place to play hockey. Just hope it's not going to be too cold or too snowy there, but... I think just overall getting getting out of Florida for a bit and seeing a different part of the world, it's always nice. Yeah, I'm I'm really pumped for that trip, actually. I think a lot of guys have been looking forward to that all year. Um, what are we there for, four four days? Or we three? fly in on a Wednesday. We play three games in three nights, I think, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then we fly back Monday. It's a late Monday night trip, too. Yeah, so I give the guys a chance to kind of check out, uh, yeah, like you said. Local new, attractions. Yeah, the yeah. Local, local attractions. Um I went to St. John's actually when I was a young buck. I think I was 12, family family vacation. We went out, out east that way, and it, it's Summertime? nice. Yeah, super nice part of the yeah. country. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Looking forward to it. So what are the essentials for the traveling hockey player? What do you guys have to make sure that you pack? Water jugs. Oh, yeah, you need the gallon <laughs> of water. Yeah. Um, I think you, you need your bathroom bag. You need a, I actually got a good uh, bathroom bag for Christmas this year from my girlfriend. 
and huge that goes a long way because nice bathroom bag you know you're always using it all the time all the boys you know you're scoring some extra points with the girlfriend yeah yeah of course shout out out. (laughs) and then uh well you need like a neck pillow obviously if you're flying it's a standard um maybe two pairs of dress shoes a couple pair of gitchies um some guys have some good sock game you know you gotta match the outfits you know your your lulu pants uh um, i mean i guess we're going up north a coat nice coat yeah nice pea coat yeah that's always uh, essential a toque toque mm. nice yep hey well you've got the the pea coat i think that you've always been rocking when we over, ever we go up to greenville atlanta it's been actually really cold in the southeast this year yeah it has we're definitely acclimatized we're we've uh we're uh i guess you could say we might be uh southerners now yeah can be um yeah but the, it's cold on the bus i always take that pea coat because ron has a cold air bumping at the front of the bus but drake it, loves the so cold air it's yeah. all it's, it's drake, all drake. Eh? Oh, it's all drake. now i know so but at the back of the bus though it's almost like two different like climates so the back of the bus is it's so hot back there and then front of the bus it's freezing yeah uh, i sit right at the front i'm, I'm right behind chappy Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. I get a little motion sickness, so I, I sit right up at the front of the bus, and oh, it's freezing. I always wondered that, just because it seems like a lot of the more experienced guys tend to sit in the back of the bus. The rookies tend to sit up the front. That's always kind of been how it is. You go from any team at any professional level, more experienced guys in the back, get to stretch out, play cards. But, yeah, I mean, this is your fourth year playing in pro hockey, and yet you yeah. still sit up the, at the front. So motion sickness, that would that would explain it. Yeah, I think as I'm getting older, I'm like kind of more of a coward. I don't know. I used to love rides when I was younger. I went to the fair like two years ago, and I got sick on a ride. Like, I don't know, must just be getting older and just... Yeah. I don't know, something... My body's just not Our as... nervous system. It's getting a little shaky. Yeah, she ain't what she used to be. <laughs> we talked a little bit about uh, travel, and I, I think before we started, you were mentioning something about getting a new, what, garment bag, travel bag for, mm-hmm. for the upcoming? I mean, you've, you've got some uh, shopping plans, I understand, later today. Yes. So I wanted to go to the outlets uh, with my old lady. Um, I need a new travel bag because I, I got the same Prince George Cougars bag I've had for about nine years. I've played with Troy Burke. Yeah. We played together, and that's the very first bag I got playing juniors, and I still... It's a great bag, but she's got some hard miles on her. Is it? So, so is that a duffel bag, or is that more for, like, suits? No, yeah, it's definitely the duffel bag. Duffel? And, nice. But you need a... Uh, I, you need a good suit bag too, but I, I just got one last year actually. I did too, actually for Christmas. It's it's a lifesaver. It's it's funny how when you get older, like things like that are like come the essentials. Like I got a um, for Christmas, uh, I got a new uh, washer for my house, and like, I was pumped. Like you gave me a washer. Like if someone told me like at 16 years old, I don't yeah. think that would be something that would get you fired yeah, up for the holidays. Yeah, or like I was getting, I want a new vacuum. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if someone tells me they're getting, like when I was 18, they're getting me a vacuum, I'd tell them to beat it. And yeah. I'd be, Pissed. No, I, I got my sister a vacuum for Christmas. Yeah, she see, loved it. She just got a new place in, oh, yeah. in downtown Toronto, and she loved it. At least I, I think she does. But, know, your priorities change. Yeah. Can oh, man. Yeah. I, I'm happy with a shirt, and that's always the thing. When you're younger, you're like, oh, clothes. I don't want that. Hey, you want now some I'm, video games or I'm something? I, I still like video games, but, yeah. like, you know, priorities you, change. You a big Fortnite guy? Are you a video? Oh, I, pl- I play the Fortnite. You like the Fortnite? I'm, uh, we have a A squad and a B squad for those uh, who don't know on the for- on the uh, Solar Bears. A squad consists of uh, Brodzinski, Olsen, and um, Chewy. Chewy. Yeah. Shaneborn. Um, those three are the A squad, and then whoever can fit into that rotation. Manfredo usually is in there. Yeah. And then uh, the B squad would be uh, myself, 
um, Fitzy, we got uh, Robinson, Kalk. I'm sure those guys won't be happy to hear their names. Yeah, on yeah no, no. Everyone, you know, you're associating them with you, though, so, I mean, you're not saying that they're lesser players. No, no, yeah, we're, we're all on the B squad. We're ready for the call-up when, uh, yeah. when, when we need it. Right. So I don't, I don't play Fortnite. Uh, maybe I'm showing my age here. I'm almost turning 30. Uh, but what... So what separates the elite, the A squad on the Solar Bears from the B squad when it comes to Fortnite? Oh, I don't play either, Jesse. You just let you know. Yeah. So I work, okay. we're on the same page. Excellent. Um, well, they're they're just they can carry a team on their back. They're just like a you know like a Wayne Gretzky or a Sidney Crosby. They're just like the you know the Connor McDavid's of the Fortnite world. They just uh, they're just that much better, and everyone knows it. Yeah. And they you want to be on their team. They can carry you to a victory royale just like that. I think I think the thing with uh, the Fortnite is you're usually playing with teams, teams of four. Yeah, you can you can play uh, squads, teams of four, or duos, yeah. teams of two, obviously duos, and then you play solos. But everyone uh, everyone gets in the squads, and it's actually kind of nice because like it's a uh, it's kind of childish. We're twenty, I'm turning twenty six soon, so yeah. uh, uh, still playing Fortnite. But uh, it, you know we have a bunch of the guys we just play, and like we're like hanging out together, and you know I just kind of it's, it's just a good nice way to be, bond. Exactly, yeah. it's nice to be around with all the boys all day, kind of just do your thing. I mean, I think the one kind of tough thing for me, a guy that doesn't play, they come in talking about it the next day, and I'm just completely lost most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. We need to get something where we get everyone involved. I mean, this this locker room, and you were here last year, so you can probably speak to it, but it just seems it's a much more cohesive group this year. It seems like there's not really any clicks or anything like that. Everyone's kind of pulling the same rope, and everyone's got their same eye, same eyes on the prize. Oh, yeah, I agree. Last year was definitely uh, clicky. Like, Don't get me wrong, Like the guys, like we, we liked each other, but it was just – it was clicks and uh this year it doesn't matter who you are anyone can go just you know hang out with anyone like guys like playing cards on the bus it doesn't matter if you're a rookie or an older guy like we've got rookies in the back playing cards with the boy you know everyone just like likes to we just like to be around each other and it's i think that goes a long way like i think spence you can probably attest that yeah yeah i mean i've been kind of up and down and there's been a rotation of guys kind of come and go on this team as as with any team in the east coast i think especially but I feel like every team that, uh, or sorry, every player that's come onto this team, they've felt welcome and uh, been embraced pretty quickly. See, with Fortnite though, obviously not everyone plays. We got to get like a group paintball like outing or something. Get everyone involved, break the team up into a couple of groups. Who now? Whose Fortnite skills would actually translate well to paintball? I don't think uh, I don't think anyone. It's 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 a different game. I think I would be pretty deadly at paintball. I I have a feeling too. Are you are you shooting guns up in, in yeah? Sask? I grew up uh, with just guns around the farm, and yeah. you know, you're shooting gophers or whatever. So. I have a pretty good shot. I don't want to pump my go. own tires, but I'll do it. I'll pump them. Uh-huh. Okay. You, you're gonna want me on your team. Fair enough. I feel like you're pretty quick and agile too. You can be ducking behind things. Yeah, and yeah. You're crafty. You're you're crafty. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. But, yeah. Well, uh, I think that that does it for uh, a pretty good episode number two of the uh, Orlando Solar Bears podcast. So we'll wrap things up here. Guys, thanks for, of course, joining me, Taylor Thompson and Matthew Spencer. Uh, Solar Bears take on the Norfolk Admirals on Thursday after... Um, Solar Bears take on the Norfolk Admirals Thursday night for a Thirsty Thursday presented by Coors Light. Uh, and as well, Hockey Fights Cancer Night presented by Zymo Print on Saturday and Sunday. Those are going to be some sick Hockey Fights Cancer jerseys. I think you were around last year when we, we had our Hockey Fights Cancer yeah, yeah, event yeah. against uh, Worcester. This weekend it's going to be against Greenville. Tickets at the Amway Center box office or Ticketmaster.com. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys at the game. Awesome. Thanks, Jess. Thanks for having us on. All right. Thank you.